Ready. Schnello. Bone saws ready. Bone saw. Bone saw. Saw and some bones. Um, preferably no, because that would make me ill. But. For a second, I thought you said bone sauce. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> I just got. Mm-mm, I'm not gonna say that out loud. <laughs> I just have the weirdest visual. Makes me uncomfortable. Also, welcome to this podcast. Welcome back. Welcome um, back. Or welcome to it if you've decided to jump in right here. There's for a good some chance. Reasons. Yeah. I mean, welcome to Quan family. W-K-U-U, like a vacuum, A-N. <laughs> like a vacuum. <laughs> like a vacuum. What keeps us up at night? This is I Alicia. And- shut. <laughs> I'm just so, so good at interrupting you. I'm so sorry. My name is Megan. <laughs> and that is Alicia, if you didn't catch her name underneath me saying shit. <laughs> oh, my God. It's all good. We're off to a really good start. Yeah. Can you tell we're a little rusty? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. It's been a rough couple weeks. Yeah. You we know, mentally- it's hot. Yeah. Yeah, it's like really hot out. It's like melting us. For those of us that live in Washington, we are dying currently, I mm-hmm. think. Uh, there has been like a nonstop heat wave, I feel like, since mid-July, if not the beginning of July. Yeah, something like that. And it is now like end of August and I feel like I'm melting. Like mm-hmm. I feel like the in- inside of my brain has actually melted into my skull and I'm losing it. My brain has turned into scrambled eggs. I love that. Thank you. Delicious. All yours. Okay, I have to go grocery shopping today so i need actually some eggs but i don't want yours <laughs> my special eggs Your special eggs it sounds like you put weed in them or something maybe i did there's probably Sheesh. weed in my brain let's be real i mean odd. <laughs> <laughs> all right i have a special question for you hit me what is the dumbest way you've ever gotten hurt oh my god that's a hard question yeah i kind of have a problem with just hitting my head on everything yeah like ever mm-hmm. like i'll just be getting out of my car and i hit my head so hard on the car how i don't know i like and it makes me so mad because it happens almost every day of like i hit my head on something and wally like is so fascinated it's like I also like I don't know I don't under- always know where my arms are and sometimes I just like flail them around and I just like hit Wally in the face really hard <laughs> on accident and I'm always like I'm so sorry but like and he's like it's fine but he knows that I just like I don't always just know where my body parts are and I feel yeah. like there's a thing in your brain that's supposed to keep track of where your body parts are and I don't think mine works that well mine doesn't then either because <laughs> I will like knock shit off tables I'll like kick things uh-huh. I shouldn't kick right. I walk into the bed more frequently than I mm-hmm. probably should like, what a vibe. Sometimes I'll have to like do a weird like snake move to get around walls because I like not be fully aware that I'm like walking at one. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe my depth perception's off. Yeah, that's probably part of it. But yeah, or like my like the thingy above my oven, you know, that like blows air. Oh yeah, the ventilator. I hit my head on that like all the time. Eee. It's so frustrating. And that one's like metal, isn't it? It's metal. Ouchie. So yeah, I don't know. <sighs> god yeah that's probably a pretty dumb way to get hurt i don't know i also don't get hurt that often so i'm like really trying to think back <laughs> oh once uh me and wally got a piano oh god yeah, yeah you remember this and for some reason me and wally thought that just me and him could take this piano out of the back of a truck and so we tried and the piano fell on me and it, <laughs> my entire left thigh was like purple because it fell oh. on and wally had to like throw it off of me and then, like drag it inside the rest of the way but it's like my literally like my entire entire thigh was oh like my purple God. like i never had a bruise so bad in my life you know that piano was chaotic because we had it for a while and then when we moved we had to get rid of it yeah and we had a friend that was 
like, yeah, we can like, I'll take that piano. That's cool. And so we had like this tiny truck and we were like, oh, it's just right down the road. And we just put it in the back of the truck and we didn't have straps or anything, but we were like, it's heavy. Like it shouldn't go anywhere. It's heavy. Like it's, it'll stay there. And it was like, Wally was driving the little truck and I was in our car behind tailing him and we get to almost there and we turn a corner and it completely falls out of the back of the truck (gasps) into the middle of the road. Um, And we basically just drug it to the sidewalk and we didn't know what to do with it. So we just left it. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I wonder what happened to it. I have no idea. We were almost there too. We were like literally like half a block from the dude's house. Like we were so close. Did you drive there? Did you just be like, oh. uh." No, he was in the truck with Wally. Oh, he was like, he was just like, he wasn't, he was like a more rich kid and he wasn't used to like our ghetto shenanigans. And he was just like, oh my God, what are you guys doing? Oh my God. Oh yeah. Yeah. That entire situation with that piano was chaotic. And yeah, it fell on me. That was a pretty stupid reason. To- I think that my, that's, I mean, I wouldn't say that it was necessarily <laughs> your fault, but it's not, not my fault. Yeah. Like, that, yeah it was like, it could have been prevented, but also understandable because yeah. I probably would have done it too. Yeah. Sometimes you just are so ambitious. Yeah. It's difficult, especially when you want to like, you know, move something by yourself. And you don't have to patience or enough people. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm doing it. Yeah. I'm going in. And you're like, how heavy can it be? And then it's like on top of you. Yeah. You're like, wow, pretty heavy. <laughs> Ouchie. <laughs> okay. Uh, my question for you. If yes. you were on a deserted island, what three things are you bringing? Oh, fuck. Um, things? Like yeah. Like items? Like it? Like yeah, no people or anything. No people no or people. animals. No, no animals. Okay, a book on how to get off a deserted <laughs> island. <laughs> okay, that's a good choice. Yeah, hopefully that also has some like uh, survival techniques in it. It too. probably would. I think so. Yeah. Um, and then like a machete. Uh huh. Uh huh. That's and a good choice. Maybe like a thing of rope. Okay, that's a good choice. Okay. What about to start fire? What are you gonna do to start some fire? Um, you find a stick and you get a piece of the rope and you make some friction. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's yeah. fair. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad to know. You got a good brain. Thank you. I was like, immediately, I was like, my dog is coming with me. My cat is coming oh with me. God. Riley's coming with me. That's we all right die. There. It's fine. At least I have all of I'm them. Dead. Me yeah. too. Yeah. So I was like, is it items or like. Mm-hmm. Can I bring a boat? Like, can I bring a boat? That's the real question. Yeah. But then how, you wouldn't be stranded in the first place. What if you had a boat and it broke? Sheesh. I don't know. You I still stick to life. my first three. I think okay. my first three will be great. I think that's solid. And then it can tell me how to build a boat. So yeah. in reality, the knowledge is more uh, important than the actual item. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's what I keep telling myself. That's why I'm going to college, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, eventually. <laughs> I can't say I'm in it right now, but that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. I'm not in college. I dropped out of college, baby. (laughs) That's fine. Um, I I am... I thank myself for doing that because I hated it and n- now everything I want to do in life has nothing to do with what I was going to college for so yep. you know it was just not for me. I am a big uh, believer in not going to college actually. Yeah. Um, I think you can get so many skills without going to college and spending yeah. a fortune. I was also working full time at a fucking Dairy Queen. Oh my god. Right. I was working more than full time. I was usually working at least 50 hours a week. Yeah. And like, then going. Were you actually getting like any benefits or something? No of course not (laughs) and so i literally would like wake up 
at like 5 a.m and go to college and then try and do like homework on the bus to dairy queen and then work at dairy queen until like 10 p.m and then take the bus home and that was my life for like six months before i dropped out baby it was the worst thing i ever did let me tell you (laughs) i think it can be great for specific people but yeah definitely not great for me let me make that clear (laughs) yes it was not for me not at all all right. Well, today I'm going to talk to you about fast fashion. I'm so excited about this, actually. I think fast fashion's uh very interesting. I used to buy fast fashion when I didn't know anything about it, you know? Yeah, me too. I actually have some stuff in my closet, but it's actually better to, like, keep it, mm-hmm. um, even though you know how bad it is. Yeah, than just throw so, it away. Yeah, exactly. Because if you just throw it away, then you're basically just still just con- contributing to the, to the problem. Yeah. Okay. And if you do have to get rid of it, donate it. Donate it. Yeah. I, n- I literally don't throw away clothes unless they're like completely destroyed like yeah i donate everything because <laughs> i just figure even if it has a hole in it like someone might want somebody it somebody might want it yeah. you can crop that shit use like it a- as extra fabric i don't mm-hmm. care what you do with it unless it's just like raggedy ass like underwear and socks basically yeah or like i feel like a, a cat peed weird. on a shirt and now it's like the smell won't come out because it's yeah. been too long and you're like yeah that's gotta go yeah that's uh <laughs> yeah exactly Alrighty. so what is fast fashion tell me fast fashion is defined as cheap on-trend clothing that has moved from catwalk to stores at breakneck speed to keep up with consumer demand that sounds right well thank you i i did research <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad thank you um so this has been popularized by celebrities and the beginnings with shopping as a hobby in movies tv and on growing platforms such as tiktok because mm-hmm. people do like hauls right. on their youtube channels or their tiktoks like or, my fit today you yeah know? exactly or in movies it's like let's go shopping mm-hmm. or in tv shows it's like let's go shopping you know it's like a yeah. thing to be like on trend all about clothing yeah. etc it's hard to find a person nowadays who doesn't own an item of fast fashion clothing so mm-hmm. it is there's some ways to um figure out whether or not a place is fast fashion um but i'll go into that a little bit later i was just kind of wondering because i was like like kylie jenner is always like super promoting fashion nova and i was like is fashion nova considered fast fashion yes it, it is pro- okay yeah i was like i think it is but i'm not positive because um, i always think of like Shein and like romway when i so those are actually part of another subgenre of fast no fashion way. so actually it like gets worse Shein is the <sighs> worst you can go okay just before uh we get there okay so like places like boohoo or fashion mm-hmm. nova or even like if you've seen cider they always fucking advertise to me and they were on tiktok so much mm-hmm. cider is also fast fashion i probably get it too yeah i get a lot of like just weird clothing forever ads. 21 is fast fashion oh, really? h&m Damn. is fast fashion zara is fast fashion i would have never guessed h&m is fast fashion that's kind of crazy it's, yeah i guess just because it has like a mall building you know that mm-hmm. like if fast fashion in my head is usually like on the internet yeah well actually that's a new subgenre of uh, fast fashion that's where the Shein romway things come oh. in where they don't actually have a brick and mortar store so they're actually able to turn out things faster yeah anyways even faster fashion yeah literally (laughs) so there are many issues that come along with this though so fashion nowadays is one of the world's biggest polluters next to oil um with no end in sight in fact every second every single second a garbage truck full of clothing like think of like your any sort of garbage truck Mm -hmm. think of how many stops it makes a day 
mm-hmm. how much garbage it collects and compacts and dumps every single day. Mm-hmm. Every single second, a whole garbage truck worth of clothing is burned or landfilled. Oh my God, that's like a lot. Yes, it <laughs> that's is. 60 garbage trucks an hour. It is. That's insane. Less than 1% of old clothing is actually being turned back into new clothing and it has been estimated that 92 million tons of textile waste is created annually by the fashion industry alone. Oh my God. That's yeah. so crazy. So that's not even like considering like just people that make fabric for like Joanne or something. Yeah. It's like literally being made into garments. Yeah. So anyways. Remaking clothes out of old clothes is so cool. Like I don't remember. I think it was at like the Met Gala or something mm-hmm. this year that Billie Eilish wore this super cute like fairy kind of dress. And oh I, yeah. I guess all of it was like recycled um, clothing. That's so cool. That's really cool. And it was so cute too. Like I was obsessed I with that. it. I also do want to do an episode eventually on designer brands and actually their sustainability level mm-hmm. because a lot of a lot of luxury brands are not much better. Yeah. Um, they say that they are, but a lot of their work is still done in like low income communities in Asia. So it's still mm-hmm. like you're still being exploited yeah. to your workers, but whatever. <laughs> or they'll burn things for the commodity of it. Mm-hmm. Um, like I just can't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how did we get here? So it all starts in the d- industrial revolution, but you actually have to go back even before that to kind of see like where it upped. So before the 1800s, we had quote unquote like slow fashion. Mm-hmm. So if you wanted a new dress, pants, bag, hat, etc., you would have to source the materials to make it, prepare those materials, weave them, and then construct the clothing yourself mm-hmm. by hand. That's a lot of so, fucking work. Yeah. So like it, the amount of time, effort, money, brain the, power, yeah, brain power, skill mm-hmm. it would take to just make like yourself a pair of pants. Like you would want to hang on to those pants forever. Yeah, you like cherish them. Mm-hmm. And also like they would be made for you to be able to like grow into. So mm-hmm. like as you grew, like you'd be able to wear them still. And yeah. as you wore them down, they would mend them. Mm-hmm. Nothing was ever like thrown away. Yeah. Because, oh, or sorry. And it would also be passed down. Yeah. To your younger brother, sister, etc. For sure. I was the youngest man. I got all the hand-me-downs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so there was no such thing as waste because if you got rid of it, the process would have to be started again. And then fabric and materials were costly, especially for low-income middle-class families. Mm-hmm. You could not be like, oh, I'm just going to toss my dress. I'm going to get anyone. Yeah, like that just yeah. wasn't a thing. So with the Industrial Revolution, though, new technologies were introduced that allowed for faster, cheaper construction of garments. The sewing machine, for instance. Mm-hmm. So the sewing machine made clothes more accessible to the middle classes um, who were not able to buy as many new items as the richer class above them. Uh, many dressmaking shops were opened specifically to cater to this group of people, many of which would employ garment workers or home workers, those who would work at home for low pay. They These are still around nowadays. There's actually been a few companies, I can't remember off the top of my mind, that have been like sued for doing this because you basically just, because they're working at home, you pay them less. Mm-hmm. No. They're still working, And they're though. also still working intensely long hours yeah. just at home. So it's That's like, so crazy. the difference is not really there. Yeah. Along with that, though, came the more dangerous sweatshops you may think of today. Rooms of mostly immigrant women being worked to the bone in terrible conditions for long hours for mm-hmm. minimum pay. Often not even a livable wage. Um, we still see similar issues today with offshore production and labor, mm-hmm. especially in fast fashion. Mm-hmm. Uh, for instance, there was a fire at the New York shirtwaist factory that claimed the lives of 146 workers mm. because there were so many fire hazards and they just didn't care about oh human my life. God. But there is a really good podcast that did a whole 
spiel on this and like also how they um, helped workers' rights after the fact. Mm-hmm. So I'll just link that baddie below because I cannot go into it. <laughs> that incident did end up setting into motion some um, changes to the way that work conditions were met. Mm-hmm. So in the late 90s and early 2000s, this kind of fast fashion began to reach a peak though, especially with the introduction of the internet and online shopping. Mm-hmm. Brands like H&M and Zara began taking trends that were seen in the high fashion of the day and reproducing them more cheaply and quickly for the masses. So you'd see something on the runway from Chanel one day and then they would take it, flip it around in like a month and then put it out for tons of people to get. And they'd be like, oh my God, it's like I'm wearing Chanel. Yeah, for sure. So those who wanted to keep up with the trends were quickly hooked and the fast fashion industry understandably kept growing. On average, people bought 60% more clothing items in 2014 than they did in 2000. Wow, that's crazy. That's not even that long. That's like a big jump. Exactly. So what is so bad about fast fashion besides that uh you know cheaply made um terrible work conditions thing Mm -hmm. (laughs) um so pollution is a big one yeah specifically with water so with every fast fashion brand scrambling to release new items as quickly as possible environmental corners are often cut for instance many of the dyes that fast fashion companies use are cheap and toxic the fashion industry is quickly becoming one of the largest polluters of clean water oh my god about 20 percent of the world's wastewater is a result of this dyeing and treating process so sad yeah the untreated wastewater is then pumped back into water systems which can contaminate our water systems with toxins and heavy metals Mm -hmm. as well as this about 93 cubic meters of water are consumed by the garment industry each year for reference this much water would meet the needs of five million people oh my god and then i think i read another thing too it said that an average cotton t-shirt could basically give you enough drinking water to last two and a half years holy shit so that's insane yeah that should not be a thing yeah you know going back to slow fashion sounds really nice i would like to be hyped up to get one dress you know i know well you can do that nowadays the things like um like brands like reformation completely Mm -hmm. sustainable there's a ton of other ones the problem being that when you see a price tag that says 129 dollars are you more likely to go for that or the one that's like 15 that's so real so that's like a thing you have to like save up for you know instead of just like oh i have 15 bucks you know yeah that's how it used to be it, it used to be like you would save up your money to like yeah. get that $129 dress mm-hmm. and you'd like hold on to that $129 dress for years and years and years yeah. and years and years because it was an investment. It wasn't a momentary like, whoo, I'm going to get this dress. Yeah, just like a impulse buy thing. Yeah, you know? exactly. Or it wasn't just so, <laughs> it wasn't just so easy to like think of it as a disposable item. Yeah, that's yeah. real. Because I mean, even me, I've like gotten a dress before and been like, because I don't like trying on stuff at the store ever. So I'm just like, yeah. man, if it doesn't fit, it's not that big a deal. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> but like, yeah. <laughs> it was probably not good. Yeah. And like you buy that dress, you get it tailored. It fits you for years and years and years and years and years. Yeah. If you grow out a little bit, you take it out a bit. Mm-hmm. It fits you for years and years and years and yeah. years and years. And that's why people still have their old like vintage Levi's that you'll still find in like mm-hmm. stores, and they're like completely new looking. I, I every time I see because Wally's like a weird size in pants, but every time I find his size, I get it for him. So he has like a bunch of like nice like old Levi's that I found him at thrift stores and stuff. Yeah. Cause they'll <laughs> last for fucking ever. Yeah, dude. they literally last for. And they only get better with each wash because they get a little bit softer. Yes, that's so real. Yeah. And they fit you a little bit better. Mm -hmm. So it's like, 
you know and i've bought him like cheap jeans before and he hates them like so like i remember once like one pair like made him like really itchy like mm. i got him just like a cheaper pair of pants from like walmart and he like wore them when we went on a walk and he was like so itchy like unbearably itchy and i was like oh my god what is like happening and he like threw them away because he was like that was ridiculous like oh i don't know what god. happened yeah <laughs> i was like whoa that's kind of freaky right it makes me wonder what was in those pants yeah um so oh sorry would meet the needs of five million people okay yes so some of this is used some of this like 92 million tons of water or whatever it was let me look back 93 cubic meters of water mm-hmm. so some of this is used for dyeing and some is used for the production of certain materials such as cotton or poppy poppy polyester <laughs> um these are two of the most common um, materials mm-hmm. um, as well as the dangers to our water sources there's also the textiles themselves so cheaper textiles like polyester are derived from oil or fossil fuels oh that's wild yeah I so know that. um there's a lot that are derived from oil or fossil fuels so we're just like wearing oil yeah like literally yeah wow okay. yeah it's essentially like you're wearing plastic huh like you're walking around with plastic would that be like the material that's kind of like swishy pants material um most likely okay um so it'd be like polyester, spandex. Yeah. Um, what's another one that's fairly normal? Nylon. Mm-hmm. Um, vinyl. I guess that kind of makes sense. Yeah. They're yeah. kind of plasticky. That's so interesting. Any sort of synthetic material, something that's not like bamboo or cotton. Yeah. Like most of the time it's a synthetic material. Interesting. Which is fun. It's like, I mean, you have that jacket right behind you. What does that say on it? Mm, let's check. I got this bad boy at a thrift store. Oh, uh it's 50 percent cotton and 50 percent polyester yeah that's okay. usually how it is it's yep. a poly cotton blend yeah which is pretty is. normal for like mostly comfy like soft material kind of items would the polyester be in the jacket or would they be referring to this design stuff partially no it's in the jacket okay. it's like the actual fabric itself interesting yeah All right. yeah because this is like vinyl or something right something like that i think it might also just be like some sort of clothing paint that's like screen printed on there Mm -hmm. i don't know interesting that is another one i want to do screen Mm -hmm. printing sheesh okay (laughs) um yeah so that we all know fossil fuels contribute to global warming but they also shed microfibers that can make their way into our oceans when washed Mm mm-hmm so beyond that, though, even natural textiles like cotton require so much water and pesticides to produce that they can lead to droughts and communities that rely on that water to survive. Mm-hmm. So this constant, ever quicker demand for new and more clothing puts immense stress on our environment and planet as more and more natural resources are zapped and poisoned. Mm-hmm. I also saw, too, that oftentimes farmers will also have to use certain um, fertilizers or things to like make sure that plants will grow in seasons that they're not normally supposed to grow in yeah. to keep up with demand and those are also really not great for the water or the people that are picking this thing Mm -hmm. uh picking the cotton farmers yeah farming it and the pickers are oftentimes children yeah that sounds about right right because they have small hands Mm. and will work long hours that's so so. sad oh my god yeah but i need that dress am i right it's giving me flashbacks to the iphone episode yeah (laughs) no that was all i was thinking about the entire time Mm -hmm. like when i was doing this i was like wow we really uh we need to step up our game yeah like this is kind of disgusting it is each year worldwide 92 million tons of textile waste is created so another issue with um 
pollution is textile waste. Mm-hmm. Um, it is estimated that by 2030, that number will have almost doubled. Jesus yeah. Christ, that's in like a few years. Exactly. The saddest part is that 95% of these materials that are being wasted could have been reused or recycled. Yeah, I bet. So the fast fashion model, though, has been created to not allow for that. Mm-hmm. So when clothing is so cheap and so replaceable, why would we not believe our clothing to be disposable? Yeah, that Toss makes sense. one shirt, buy another, no big deal. Mm-hmm. So most of that um, textile waste is from us, mm-hmm. actually. Not so much them like cutting a shirt out and then throwing it away. Yeah, it's just from people just throwing away clothes. Exactly. So yeah. I will stress again. blankies you can make with that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I will stress again, donate your shit, yeah, please. always donate. Or find somebody who will want it, you know? Mm-hmm. You don't, if you don't donate it, give it to your cousin. I don't yeah, care. Yeah, I get, I've brought so much clothes to my mom because like she, we're, we're like the same size and so I'm like, sometimes i'll just have a bag of clothes to donate but if i see her first i'm like hey you want this bag of clothes and she's always like yeah yeah and just like here you go take this bag of clothes mom me and, and my she mom loves and it. my sister all do the same thing mm-hmm. it's like why would you not you right. know? give it to somebody who needs it yeah especially too if you like don't need to pay for clothing don't make them pay for clothing. exactly yeah or was like fuck <laughs> what a vibe in 2018 17 million tons of textile waste were thrown into landfills um many of these garments will take over 200 years to decompose mm-hmm. and the clothing that doesn't end up in these landfills will be burned mm-hmm. uh to this day 84 percent of clothing ends up in landfills or incinerated that's crazy I, oh i i hate the idea of landfills because they just sit there forever but i also know that burning them is like kind of worse because yeah. it gets into the air and then our ozone layer is like already dying yeah and it's like wow we're horrible like yeah. humans are really just so terrible and another issue with that is that oftentimes those clothing pieces are made of things that have had pesticides used yeah in them and like heavy metals and shit heavy metals in them and all of that is also going up into the oh air and can um lead to cancer or other um health issues in I've the future heard, especially if people yeah. are working near it i remember reading this thing about how like kids who grow up near those areas where they burn the stuff have significantly higher like asthma rates and stuff like that yeah yeah, it's it's not good for anybody involved, mm-hmm. to be honest. So even when clothing is quote unquote recycled, pollution also comes into play. So in the U.S., we take I say we like the royal we, the royal we, um, as Capital in w. it could be yes, <laughs> <laughs> as in it could be um, from companies, it could be from people that have shipped them, uh, like shipped us their stuff, and we're just shipping it back. But mm-hmm. we take unsold clothing and ship it overseas to become. Um, graded um, which means it's sorted and resized and then it's uh, sold to low slash middle income communities Mm -hmm. many of these communities do not have the same access to waste disposal that we rely on and so any unsold pieces of this quote secondhand clothing quote will end up as solid waste because they don't burn it they don't bury it so they kind of just throw it where they can Hmm. and it'll clog rivers litter parks and destroy natural habitat i see yeah damn so you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) i mean how many times have you gone to a river and it's just like fucking garbage everywhere yeah exactly like almost every river you can go to that's like general access yeah because people are nasty and just throw their shit everywhere and don't care another pollution thing carbon emissions mm-hmm. as i said before the fashion industry is the second worst offender of carbon emissions they account for 10 percent of global carbon emissions for reference 
oil is number one. Yeah. Um, so these carbon emissions aren't only from the creation of the garment, but also shipping the garment to the place it needs to be. Mm-hmm. And then when it is eventually thrown into the landfill, they account for that as well. Okay. So carbon emissions aren't escapable for any business that wants to sell globally or otherwise. However, some companies will offset them. And specifically for fast fashion, um, the overproduction of clothing leads to more manufacturing, more shipping, and more discarded pieces of clothing because they're also cheaply made. Yeah. And all of this is not to mention the injustices done to the workers that are exploited through mm-hmm. this entire process, which That's I will so get sad. into after the break. Okay. <laughs> I mean, we could talk more, but I just want to save that for break break time. Okay. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> I'll just, goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> we'll see you again. And welcome back to the break that I wasn't sure if it was a break. Oh my god, we've returned. Yes, and I've pet my dog and he uh, showed me his very bubble. cute. Yeah, he did that too. Yeah. It's, it's just fine. what it is. What can you do, you it's know? It's fine. If you hear a tennis ball in the back, that's just him doing his thing. He's, so. just, he's the squeaky one, so he yeah. loves squeaking. And I would never hold him back from that. How can you? You can't. It's his joy. It is. Just like. Licking his wiener, but that's fine. Anyway. Yeah, anyway. Boy dogs are weird. Yeah. I've always had girl dogs. Yeah, me too. I'm learning a lot from Megan's new boy dog. I've never had a boy dog either, and I'm learning a lot too. Um, (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Anyways. (laughs) The exploitation of workers. (laughs) Okay, cool. Great. Uh, Let's get back into it. Serious time. I'm back. Um, So, exploitation. Mm -hmm. If you don't think this is a big issue... um, then listen to this, mm-hmm. which I don't think that's a worry because obviously like no one likes exploitation. Nobody's into exploitation. I hope no one does. One in six of the world's workers are employed in the fashion industry. Wow. Uh, most of them women in low income Asian communities like Makes Bangladesh, sense. India, China, Vietnam, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, in these offshore factories, workers' rights are routinely violated. There are stories from factories in Bangladesh that detail women being withheld from using the bathroom for so long that they get bladder infections. Oh my God. Or women being forced by management to take contraceptives so they wouldn't become pregnant. Yeah, I've heard of that. That's insane. Um, Like, what? Yeah. Sexual harassment, unsanitary work conditions, and denial of a parent to leave is common, and most workers are not even paid a livable wage for their time and work. Mm-hmm. However, this is on the side of the companies. Um, if you keep your workers underpaid, then they're unable to save up and look for other work. Yeah. Um, it also allows for sexual harassment and abuse uh, to women who aren't able to leave their jobs or risk being fired if they report that abuse. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, many women will actually even start their daughters in the same factory alongside them as young as 10 to help make more money for the family to survive off of. Men and women have it equally as hard in this situation. Women do have a much harder time escaping poverty than men do, especially if they're single single women um, with families. Yeah. And obviously men get sexually assaulted too, but I like just objectively like the comparison of like women that get sexually assaulted is like astronomical. Yeah, exactly. Just uh, particularly in like these factory situations. Yeah. So at both the production and farming parts of this chain um, that put together the fashion or the fast fashion industry, rather, um, workers may work with toxic chemicals that can put their health and wealth oh wellness God. at risk. That's so sad. Oftentimes they will also work in uh, buildings that are 
not the best or don't have the best just like run down shabby fucking fire issues Mm -hmm. or like not structurally sound not good ventilation yeah if you think it couldn't get worse than that (laughs) uh animal cruelty oh okay uh toxins and microplastics make their way into waterways that land and water animals survive on and they can have devastating effects on the food chain and kill mass amounts of animals i believe it beyond that animal products leather wool fur also put animal welfare at risk Mm -hmm. um and then I am always like, if you want fur, get faux fur. But when I heard this, this also made me really fucking scared. Um, there have been multiple scandals that have come out, Australia and otherwise. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a report in the United States as well that have found cat, dog, and <gasps> raccoon fur being used instead of faux fur. Stop. I'm not joking. That's so fucked. Um, and the terrifying fact is that there are many fur farms that have terrible conditions. Yeah. But they have so many animals and you can actually buy fur from these places for much cheaper than many companies. Oh um, God. <laughs> like their faux fur costs. So yeah. um, a lot of factories will just be like, well, if they don't know it's cat, then oh they don't know it's cat. I'm never getting faux fur. Like ever. Yeah. Not that I was like a faux fur gal ever, but like, wow, that's yeah. so horrifying. Um, Another one that really freaked me out is that apparently cat fur looks so similar to rabbit fur, mm-hmm. um, especially up close that sometimes they'll use that instead. So if yeah. you see something that says rabbit fur, just be very careful. It could be cat fur. It could be cat oh fur from a really illegal what about fur people farm. are allergic to cats? I mean, I, I guess if it's not living and producing dander, is that like why people are allergic to it? I don't know. Like, would you know. be just allergic to like the washed out fur? I don't know. That's a good question. That's crazy. But I feel like if you're allergic to cat fur, usually you're also allergic to rabbits. Like that, yeah. I was so much more allergic to, to squirrel than I was ever to binks. But mm-hmm. now binks is like the most allergy uh, producer one out of all of them. Yeah, so. that makes sense. Yeah. Anyways, sorry. <laughs> so that is some of the multitude of reasons why fast fashion is fucking awful yeah there are obviously so many more that i can't even touch on yeah. so this might end up being a series of me just complaining about <laughs> the fashion industry which is funny because i work in the fashion industry you do i do and i i every single day i'm like mm. um anyways Fast fashion and ultra fast fashion. So many of us have bought from brands such as H&M, Forever 21, um, Zara, etc. But with the increasing amount of fashion brands that only have online storefronts like Shein or mm-hmm. Romway or Cider, um, there is a new genre of fast fashion that is even worse called ultra fast fashion. Ultra fast fashion. Yeah. Oh my God. What's next? Like Sonic fast fashion. I know, right? So with the increase in TikTok and YouTube fashion hauls, these brands are allowed to thrive, especially with a very broke younger generation that mm-hmm. is constantly trying to keep up with trends, especially right. with um, people like Kylie Jenner and yeah. Megan The Stallion and all of mm-hmm. these other people like promoting their fast fashion brands. I think it's so crazy that people like Kylie Jenner are like ad- like huge advocates for Fashion Nova because I'm like, girl, you're so rich. Like, mm-hmm. and you know that all the stuff Fashion Nova sends her is like not the same thing getting sent to everyone else, right? Like, I it feel probably like- isn't. It's probably in much better condition. Exactly. Or, like, has like, they make made- sure it's like really nice that it gets sent to her. Yeah. Yeah, and then, like, people like Megan the Stallion are constantly mm-hmm. like, yeah, and then put it in their songs and stuff, too. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's normalized to be okay. Yeah. So, I 
I mean, too, and, like, I know multiple people who, like, they're like, oh, I found such a cute shit on Shein. I need to, like, you need to go and, like, look it up. Yeah. Like, and it's it's kind of, <laughs> it's kind of gross. Especially because it's, like, I know for a fact that when that item gets here, it's going to be so low quality and I'm never going to want to wear it because it mm-hmm. itches or because it's not comfortable or because, oh, I'm, it's only going to be in fashion, like, for so long. Like, why would yeah. I purchase it, you know? I the um, i haven't ordered anything from fast fashion in a really long time but the period of life where i did order quite a bit from fast fashion like Shein specifically was when i was like a senior in high school yeah and i was just dirt poor and wanted cute clothes you know like mm-hmm. and that's just how it is and i just i ordered a shit ton of stuff from there and honestly there was a few things that i ended up wearing like regularly but like a majority of the things that i got like fit me terribly or was like literally see-through or like it was sewn together really bad and the stitching was already like coming apart like when it got there yeah i was gonna say like i have a couple skirts from shein as well that Mm -hmm. i purchased for like i think particularly the run fair but yeah i just (laughs) i could literally only wear them to the run fair for one day yeah waistband was so fucking itchy Mm -hmm. and i was like i don't think i can ever do this again and now i don't even fit because it's like i've gained a good bit of weight Mm -hmm. and like what am I going to do? Like, shove it on for no reason? No. Yeah. Like, that's not the vibe. Yeah. So, um, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. And then, basically, my next thing I was going to say is I've been pulled into this scheme. Mm-hmm. I can't lie. Like, I I love the idea of getting, like, a really cute chopper dress and, like, having it within my price range and, yeah. like, having it available now, you know? Right, like, yeah. Especially with a generation like Gen Z, like, that we're technically a part of where everything has been so, like, now, now, now. Mm-hmm. Like, our attention spans are getting shorter. And, like, exactly. our need for satisfaction is also, like, becoming a lot shorter. I totally agree. So, and I'm part of that. Like, yeah. I will fully say, like, my patience for, like, needing something now is very, very slim. Me too. <laughs> oh, my God. I, like... I'll do anything to not have to order something online. Like, if I can get it in person, I'll do anything that I can because I hate waiting. Yeah. Um, Wally's so patient and it blows my mind. He literally can, like, wait a very long time for something he wants because he's like, it's fine. It's worth it. And I'm just like, ah, ah, yeah, I need it now. I need it now. I need instant gratification immediately. I know. And also, that's another thing that scares me is those, those things like... Uh, Afterpay or Klarna. Oh, I always see that. I'm um, just wow, that's crazy. I mean, I've used it a couple times for things like buying like bras and stuff, yeah. where it's like a bit more expensive, and I mm-hmm. would prefer not to pay like sixty dollars right now, you yeah. know. And so it'll split it up, which is fine because I can pay for it. Yeah. But if you're kind of getting sucked into that, like as a checkout kind of thing, where you're like, oh, I don't want to pay like hundred and ninety dollars for all my Shein items. I can just use Afterpay. Yeah. And then it's like, well now now you have that incentive to keep buying more because you can pay for it later yeah isn't it like uh stores used to do something like that for like christmas time it was like lay i don't know i don't even know layaway layaway yeah i think that's what it was i thought that was just when they kept it on to the side but that could be right because i have been very wrong in the past (laughs) i don't know i just feel like i don't know i feel like there was a couple things that my parents got on like layaway when i was younger and i was just like hmm interesting yeah, that's, like, another thing, too, is, like, the the huge boom of credit cards when credit cards yeah. first became a thing. Like, oh, just put it on credit. Buy well, that's, what, like, what caused the private. 08 housing crisis, wasn't it? Yeah. Kind of. I also think it, well, I think it caused partially part of the... 
like the 20 uh 1920s yeah economic crisis i'm wally's explaining the 08 housing crisis to me the other day and it's so interesting he's like so nerdy about that stuff yeah you know what have (sighs) him come on and explain the 08 housing dude he will okay have him type up a script i want it here tomorrow (laughs) i literally i literally came home once from here and he was just like because i write in my journals a lot and he's always saying he wants to like write one i'm like do it do it and i buy him like a thousand journals because i'm like maybe another journal and he'll start writing but i came home one day and he was just writing like ferociously about the 08 housing crisis because he was like yeah i just want to know more about it so i just started writing it down and i was like oh good job i love it lifelong learning yeah um okay let's just uh finish this baddie off yes. i'm only got like a like a page i believe in you um so um however with ultra fast comes basically ultra bad mm-hmm. um ultra fast fashion takes the fast fashion industry and puts it into overdrive if you couldn't already think it got a little bit faster yeah what am i trying to say if you didn't think you could already <laughs> get faster yeah there it is Faster production cycles, faster new trends, and even faster into landfills. Since so much of this clothing is made from plastics, it can barely survive five or so washes before it begins to fall apart. Mm -hmm. And those microfibers are also making their way into waterways and back into our air um, through burning. So the exploitation of workers also reaches an all-time low with these companies. Many of them show no proof of paying livable wages and refuse to disclose any information about forced labor. Um, There was a a um study done and they found that zero percent of bangladesh fashion workers um made a livable wage wow and one percent in vietnam one percent one percent makes like a money that you can actually just like live off of yes that's so crazy that really speaks to i don't know i guess the state of those countries you know yeah that's still worth it to a lot of people yeah well i mean it's basically work your ass off like basically work your ass off yeah or, or else, you don't, I don't know, live get into sex work basically like yeah you know. there's like no <laughs> there's no in between it's you have to sit you have to pay for your family's needs yeah. or you die I yeah don't. and no shade to sex work at all but it's like um there's a difference between consensual like wanting to do sex work and like being forced into it because you have no other option you know there's yeah. a difference between those two yeah exactly um, an article written in 2021 by Public Eye revealed that many of these workers are pulling 75-hour weeks and only receiving a single day off every month. What? Um, yeah. That's that like means- 12 days off a year. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, my God. On top of these, they are paid per item of clothing they construct rather than the hours they spend making them. It's probably um, like a quarter of a fucking penny. Yeah. So, like, if it takes you a whole day to make a shirt, you made, like, a quarter of a penny, yeah. essentially. Oh, my God. Um, if you were looking to become more ethical with your clothing buying, I will link a sink. Sink. I will link a site below. Um, I pulled a lot of my information from this site. I think it's a UK site, but nice. um, they basically go through every single clothing brand and will rate them on whether or not they're sustainable or ethical. Yeah, I really like um, that. I'm definitely gonna check that out. Yeah, it's called Good on You, um, and it has a whole directory, so you can look up like Zara yeah. or like Lululemon or Gucci mm-hmm. or something, and they'll tell you like, oh, that's sustainable that's sustainable and that's not sustainable that's really neat um and then after that um two i want to touch on the movie true cost which i haven't actually had a chance to watch yet just because i need to sit down and like you know blast through it but um i do want to come back to this 
as a topic and discuss also greenwashing. Um, companies will do greenwashing to make themselves look more eco-friendly than they mm-hmm. actually are, like H&M's recycling project. Have you yeah. ever heard about that? Where they'll Vaguely. have like sustainable, eco-friendly clothing. In reality, they're not really. Yeah. Um, what is it that they're doing that's like, mm, that they can claim it's kind of eco-friendly? Are they just saying it? Um, like maybe it's made out of more cotton than the other <laughs> shirts are. Okay, cool. Um, I do know that they had like a brand deal quote-unquote brand deal with billy eilish for a bit where they mm-hmm. were like selling some stuff of hers but she actually had no clue that they were doing that what um, and she is very outspoken about being like sustainable with her clothing choices yeah. so like when fans found out like oh like some of this stuff they're selling isn't eco-friendly like what are you doing billy she was like wait wait what they're selling oh my, my God, shit what that's um, crazy and then i'll also link a episode that um under understood as another podcast did about that whole Billie Eilish um, mm-hmm. greenwashing thing. Wow. So that was also really interesting to, That's to bold hear. as fuck of them. You I know. know to just right? act like she won't find out somehow. Mm-hmm. And they also took like all of the, the promotion stuff down when people started calling them out. Like, oh, we never did that. Just gaslighter. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> wow. I don't so even know. Fucking shady. I hate that. Yeah. So, I mean, the best, the best thing that you can really do, I know, obviously you need, clothing like yeah. and it's not feasible for everyone to go to fucking reformation yeah or, um i don't even know like i can't name sustainable brands besides that off my mind right now no, but either. um at least they claim to be sustainable yeah. that's all i can say yeah but um it's really difficult to buy like a 129 dollar dress and if that's mm-hmm. something you can fit into your your budget and like maybe it's something you save up for great but if that's not like it's never bad to go thrift shopping. Oh, I yeah, baby. I love a thrift store. Almost everything I own is from a thrift store. I'm going to be real. Literally almost everything. Like, I'd, I would generously say 90% of my wardrobe, other than, like, socks and underwear, obviously, yeah. is from a thrift store. Uh, the shirt's from a thrift store. Mm-hmm. These pants are uh, technically from my mother, so they're a hand-me-down. Yeah. That counts. My underwear is from Target, if anyone's yep. wondering. Hell yeah. I always get my underwear at Ross for some reason. They always have really good underwear. <gasps> oh my God. Like, I, they have like Calvin Klein underwear there, and so like most of my underwear is like Calvin Klein. Oh my God, it's cheap bitch. as fuck there. I know, right? Mm-hmm. They're so comfy. Like I, I got Calvin Klein underwear once, and I was like, wow, these comfort levels are just next level. Fun fact. I'm just giving everybody this. Okay. Yeah. Um, the bra I'm wearing right now, uh-huh. Calvin Klein. Oof. They're the only brand I've ever found that actually doesn't feel like I'm wearing a bra. Really? Yeah. I'm actually wearing like a bralette thing right now. It's also Calvin Klein. That's so funny. <laughs> and they're just so fucking comfortable. And it's so soft. And like the padding in it is so light that mm-hmm. like I just, I literally, it doesn't feel like I'm wearing anything. Just comfy. Yeah, just I comfy. Hell yeah. And also, I, I have Calvin had- Klein is sustainable. <laughs> oh my god you know we what check. we're up. just like repping it so hard oh on this god. fucking fast fashion episode fuck 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 fuck, fuck. do god. i need to cut this right <laughs> okay hold on um okay they're rated at it's a start it's a start oh okay um so they've made a public commitment to reduce greenhouse gas emissions but are not taking adequate steps to reduce textile waste in their supply chain mm. um animals they have a two out of five i guess okay uh they use some eco-friendly materials including organic cotton um they've set a science-based target to reduce greenhouse gas emissions generated from their own operations and supply chain but there no there is no evidence that they are on track to meet their target oh wonderful um well their their policy of preventing deforestation and 
uh, Endangered Forest is doing well, I guess. Yay. I guess the the biggest issue is the... Oh. Well, they at least published some information about forced labor, gender equality, and freedom of association. Um, their animal refer- their re- animal rating is not good enough. It has a formal animal welfare policy aligned with five freedoms. It uses leather, wool, and exotic animal hair. Uses down certified by the responsible down sander. Does not use for exotic animal skin or angora. Traces some animal products to the first stage of production. So they have an it's a start overall, which okay. I guess what is that a three out of five. Hmm. Um. So you know, hey, hey. <laughs> great that's awesome. love that um i just thought of this but i remember seeing a post on like instagram about how like clothes from Shein had been tested for like having really high like lead content or something like that in it oh i saw that like five times the amount that like it should be in and clothes. then it couldn't find anything really yeah I, just, I literally yeah i literally just saw a post on instagram about it and i was like well that's crazy but i didn't really look into it yeah, I'm looking here too, and it also says that Warren W O R E N is a better undergarment hmm. uh, in terms of s- sustainability. Okay. Um, and they actually are less expensive. Okay. Um, and then if you wanted to go with the same amount of expensiveness, apparently there's some place called U. Um, there's a period in between Y O and U, and then underwear. Interesting. Okay, I'm gonna check yeah. that out. That's cool. Yeah, they've got a five out of five for everything, and they don't even use animals, so. Damn. Yeah. I fuck with that heavy. We do. We fuck with that heavy. <laughs> yeah, I'm, like, looking at all... This is so interesting. Um, Obviously, leaving this below, but... Oh, this one's price is even lower. Sense Organics. It's for babies and children. Oh. Yeah, they're doing great. Okay. I love that. I just... I. I could get lost on that directory of just like <laughs> is it a good sustainable company? Yeah. yeah so obviously i can't tell you how to live your life but yeah try to live it sustainably do your best do your part yeah and if you don't feasibly have the money to buy a 129 dollars dress buy that five dollar one from goodwill because yes. the planet will thank you for not wasting as much goodwill's water. got cool shit do yeah. not knock goodwill I will admit, I went to Goodwill, or no, I went to Value Village today, and I got that tote bag right there, Ooh, and it's so fucking cute, cute. and then I also it. got two shirts, and I'm so excited to wear them, but I need nice. to wash them first. Awesome. I love so, that. So, yeah, I was going to wait for you, but I didn't. That's so, so fine. I came here kind of late. I know. Not a busy day. It's fine. Okay, we need to stop Southern Goodbye on this podcast <laughs> like we always do. Yeah, it's our curse. It, we Southern Goodbye every time we say goodbye in real life, too. Yeah. It well, can't be helped. I, we ha- I still have stuff to say. We always have stuff to say. That's the thing is we could talk forever and never stop. No. Ever. Ever. And the thing is too, like we're just, we just uh, are more in-person kind of friends where it's like we mostly just wait to share our news yeah, in person. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Which is why we talk for so fucking long. Yeah, we save up all of our like tea from the week. Like we text during the week for sure, but yeah. like most things we definitely save up and then yeah. once we see each other, we're like, girl. Girl, I got some <laughs> shit to yeah, say. Literally. Yeah. Also, we're gonna 100% go watch the new Pretty Little Liars. Oh my God, I'm so excited about that. Yeah. <laughs> I told Wally we were watching Pretty Little Liars. He was like, I'll take care of the pets. Don't worry about getting home late i was like good oh bless his heart this is why you married him I, it is yeah precisely <laughs> all right thanks for listening y'all um don't support fast fashion or ultra fast fashion yeah for real like if you had to pick i guess buy from zara but like <laughs> 
please don't just check out that website megan linked and yeah. i guarantee you can find cheaper more sustainable options yeah and probably companies you've never even heard of you know and then you can just rep a cool new company maybe try and get your friends into it yeah exactly and like also check and see if they offset their carbon emissions that's always a good one to check yes um but yeah you know stay dippy stay stay drippy stay drippy stay dippy <laughs> stay trippy yeah and don't forget to rate review and subscribe follow us on instagram share, and all that good stuff mm-hmm. share this episode with a friend you think would uh love to punch a fast fashion uh ceo in the face yeah and uh keep it drippy and dippy and trippy yes right. email us at waquan at gmail.com w-k-u-u-a-n mm-hmm. at gmail.com and then we're on instagram at what keeps us up at night pod yeah yes. what keeps us up at night pod and then also on tiktok you can watch me uh, roll around on the couch it's that's our one the only TikTok. video we have we'll get there i promise we did i i will say this is gonna come out <laughs> later than the next episode will because of the way we have yeah. them like staggered but um <laughs> i will say I already forgot what I was going to say. You forgot? My short-term memory is so shit, dude. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Me too. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>